Welcome everybody. My name is Nishani. And my name is Jonathan. And welcome to the Brother and Sister Property Duo. So today we are going to talk about what we did for this past week. Yes, um, before, before that, let's, let me address an issue we had last week. So last week you might have heard that the audio was quite off. Because someone here forgot to press the record button. And, uh, the and right that's settings. you. And that someone is me. Yeah, it's <laughs> exactly. not you. I did blame it on you, did I? Sounded like me. you did, mate. So, yeah, I forgot to change the settings, which meant that we ended up recording on the laptop mic. Still sounds good, though. It doesn't sound too bad, but. Yeah. This week we double checked it and we even do, did test runs to make sure it's the right mic plugged in and the right settings are on. Beautiful. So yeah, and this week we'll talk about certain things we did last week, mm-hmm. and Shani will expand on that. So this week we we went and looked for mentors, and there was a mentor that I specifically wanted to speak to, and I was liaising with, but he was being quite, well, let's just say he wasn't that responsive to be honest and I'm disappointed because he was one of the mentors that we really wanted to talk to he was either responding late or telling us that he wants to speak in a day in a very last minute so what about you Johnny Jonathan <laughs> yeah like you got good good point there like from the initial interaction you can kind of see maybe we don't know how he is with these actual mentees but with the way someone is message, messaging you you can see you kind of see their behaviors and their mannerisms yeah, exactly and i i spoke to another mentor a potential mentor and this is the system he had he was book a slot an official slot and i booked the slot for monday night like it was yesterday night yesterday evening and guess what we had we had a chat at that time so nothing was delayed nothing was changed it was in calendar for both of us and we followed through and get things done so that kind of shows me the finish the initial impressions of that mentor is that he's good. What was that mentor like? Yeah, he was very honest, like he doesn't actually publicly say he mentors people mm. but he does mentor people when you ask him nicely. And he needs like the way he spoke to me is like you need to it's a two way road, so there's no point charging me money if he doesn't see any results so i need to be on board on my side so then he can provide his service so we both end up getting something out of it at the end of it and that's what we want in a mentor so he's not shortlisted to be a a potential mentor well that's good that he's being very honest at least yeah that's obviously very important because very important he's been through the hardships and what we're gonna do yeah so he understands our situation that's good stuff so what else did we do this week we applied for a business bank account so at the moment we need to send more paperwork and that's what we're waiting for to get approved and all of that is just simple stuff isn't it yeah i'm not sure if i mentioned um last week we actually decided to go with starling bank and all they require is just one one most document so once you send that through then it should be fine good and dandy that's great. So this week we are going to talk about how we ended up doing service accommodation and in fact it was accidental. So I will let Jonathan explain a bit more about that. So Jonathan, how did you start your journey to service accommodation? 
yeah if i want to start it's truly accidental because this all happened in late 2016 mm. like my parents and everyone else in the family i have two sisters so one sister and my parents went to germany yeah and i moved to birmingham because i went to uni at that time yes so i was all alone in this <laughs> property oh sad story and for months and months and months for many months we had potential tenants mm. come and look at the house so we can live together during the time they were away and we did not know when they're gonna be back so months and months people came viewed it was literally the rooms were empty literally me living alone in this house all by myself and maybe once a month someone come view it and then they give an excuse some random excuse so it's a t- complete total waste of time so i had an idea i've actually i thought of maybe airbnb being one of the rooms mm. so yeah what happened was i actually used airbnb, airbnb before so i thought let me airbnb one room so cleaned it up furnished it which room bed. did you start with by the way first of all it was a box room which was my okay. my old room and now it's my current room. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's not that's not the point here. But <laughs> carry on. Sorry. The box room is the small the smallest room of our house, mm. and so I, I want to try it out. So I furnished it. Put a, there was already a bed in there, so we just cleaned it up. Put the new sheets. Put a table in there. Just make it comfortable for the guest. And to my surprise, when I listed it within a week, I got a entire month booking oh that's amazing just like that how did that make you feel i mean i was surprised like first of all the response was very fast Mm. and there's no there's no issues about viewing or like going back and forth if i'm gonna book this room or should i know this person should i know that person super simple just guy booked it i told him the instructions about how to get here and like we had we liaised and is a good guest i still remember that guest our first guest and from then from then on we've had many like nearly 100 guests something Damn. and we have over nearly 200 reviews i don't know how that's gonna work. i don't know how that works but we've got <laughs> nearly 200 reviews so i'm guessing we had nearly 200 stays mm. so and after the one room then i have been with the second one and then the living room was free as well so made that into the third room so we had three bedrooms and me living here that's very creative and at that time i did not know mm. what service accommodation was i just knew airbnb and people book it and people stay there so i had no idea the term for that is called service accommodation and the second thing was like all of these rooms covered the rent plus my expenses for the house mm. And I was working full time at the time, so all of the income I was earning was going directly to my pocket. I had no expenses for the house, which to me was amazing. That's the dream, isn't it? Because like no disposable income. Yeah, I mean, sorry, maximum disposable income. Yeah. So like that sounds amazing, and I later found out that it's called house hack, where you rent out all the rooms in your house. And you live for free. You don't. You know that. No, I had no idea. Yeah, so pe- some people do this. So, 
I'm not sure if it's illegal or not, but yeah. it's my own house. So I was living here on myself. Mm. So it was called house tax. So they rent out other rooms and then they pay the landlord. Well, I paid the rent and the mortgage mm. and all that stuff. And I was essentially living for free, mm. which maximized my savings. So I can invest it or spend it or do whatever I like with it. So that's the gist of how we ended up doing service accommodation. Like we had many guests, like mm. stay at the same time, like interesting people you meet. From all over the world, weren't they? Yeah, and the best thing was like, like people coming in you know, like in another house. So mum, mum would come from Germany, my sister would come from Germany, and my Nishani, Nishani <laughs> would come from university on yeah. a holiday for like a week or two, reading a week, yeah. or maybe for the summer. So that means I can easily block those dates mm. and they can come and stay with us. Like yeah. when the room is free, so that gave us f- full flexibility, and the f- like maximizing our rent rental income. So that's that's how I kind of fell into service accommodation, and that's why it became a nice segue for us to do rent to rent because we kind of know how to do this, yeah. but there's there's still certain things I did I did go on a course to learn about the systems and like paperwork needed. Because I thought for myself, like, even if you spend money on the course, that means you save money on mistakes. So I want to I make it legal, like, with the paperwork I need to send to the landlord and how to approach landlords and how to network. So that's why I went on the course for myself. I thought that's the best thing to do. So, yeah, so that's why we want to run to rent because we, we, we kind of have a track record of doing this. And... We want to do it and scale, and that will increase cash flow. So that's our short-term goal. To... For us to become financially free. Basically. Yes, that's our short-term goal in property itself. Yeah. Yeah, so what are you saying about that? So what what were your obstacles? Sorry, I wanted to ask you. Were there any obstacles that you faced doing service accommodation? Yeah, of course. I mean, I had to be a host. So yeah. in Airbnb, there's certain, I mean, there's certain criteria if you meet certain criteria, mm. that means you become a super host. Mm. And for myself, as a person, I like to do the best I can in whatever I do. Even though if I'm not the best overall, I like to be the best that I can be. So when I saw this, this super hosting exists, naturally I would like go towards that and try to accomplish that goal and become a super host. So there's certain criteria that I meet. Something, some of them are not in your control, some of them are. Like certain things meaning keeping high occupancy, which is not really in my control because occupancy depends on the demand. But luckily, like in our area, the demand is quite high because we live in West London and there is a lot of retail parks and like business parks. Yeah, and we live and near Heathrow as well, so that's Heathrow. great. So in- initially yeah. I thought that we'll be getting a lot of tourists because I think we're placed in a nice position for tourists to to Heathrow as well as central London definitely but I was really wrong I was really wrong about that because most tourists like one hour is quite a long time to go into central so they rather book something inside central so when when you get tourists we do get tourists sometimes but they don't stay for long they stay for like maximum a week or either they come and stay the night before the flight or they either they stay after the flight 
So that's when we get tourists, but most of them are long long term stays for people who are working and sometimes they sometimes we get repeat repeating guests as well. Mm. So sometimes people they book and they come back to me later on and say, I say, Oh, I like your place. I wanna book again. I'm like, Yeah, sure you can book again. So I mean I've been lucky in that sense. Like we ha- I didn't have any ma I didn't have major, major bad like bad experiences. There was this one really bad review that we had though. <laughs> But that honestly turned it around because obviously sometimes you do need a bad review for for the business to turn around. And although we thought that, oh my gosh, it's going to be, it's going to affect our business negatively, it really did help us kind of improve certain aspects of it. And since then, everything has been going right nicely and smoothly, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, should I go into deep into that? Yeah, I think happened? you should because we actually got really annoyed. It was it was a big turning point because I think after I so I went to uni between twenty sixteen to twenty eighteen, but I came back back and forth during um, Christmas or summer or my reading week, as Jonathan said. So during those times, obviously, I would stay in one of these rooms, and I think we had one specific guest, and she was here for how long was she here for? I know a month. She was here for a month, and she was quiet uh she she was smiley quiet and it's all the quiet ones that we have to look out for don't we i mean johnny jonathan's constantly you know has been accommodating her nicely and when she wanted a a heater he went and got a heater from the attic and he's always constantly asking is everything okay and she'd respond yeah yeah everything's fine but you know i think you should explain the rest to be honest because i can't even get to it yeah so she was a nice girl so this was in 2017 and at the time I was quite new to Airbnb so I was trying out different things mm. just to be a good host on my side. For example, like I would pick up my guests from the station or even book a taxi for them from the airport or maybe free provide free breakfast. So those things I did for the guests. And this one, she stayed for a month and I did I did pick up pick her up from the station so yeah, so you stayed for a month, and this was before I was Airbnb super host, because I was I was on, I was on the line to get because they do every they do an assessment every three months, and when you meet the criteria at the at the th- the third month, that means you're super host. So I was on the on the way there, and then this girl came. She stayed for a month, said nothing negative to me. She was all nice and dandy, and it was I was happy as I as a host because I had a good guest. So then after she left I wrote a five star review for her. Like this is a nice guest. Highly recommended. Yeah. And then maybe a week or two later I get her response as a review. And we can't really see any reviews until both people have submitted their reviews. So then I see this entire huge essay. Literally a huge Actually, paragraph. Like an entire essay, yeah, about all the complaints that she would have she had during this her stay, and not once, not once did she voice it to us. It seemed like she had all of this like up her sleeve, and it just came out after she left. Yeah. So yeah, explain what 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 she said basically. I don't know. For example, because I when I when I probably free breakfast, some guests might not like it, or they might they might say yeah, and then or if if they say yeah, then I reprovide it. But that was on my profile, and then pre breakfast is depending on if they ask if they say yes or no. So one of the, so when I asked her, "Do you want free breakfast?" 
she didn't really say or ask me during the time where's the pre-breakfast so she just kept quiet so she didn't ask me i would like free breakfast every monday every day mm. instead of just assuming that there'd be free breakfast yeah so that's one of the things she wrote she goes yeah the host said there'd be free breakfast and there was no free breakfast any other days and i don't know he doesn't clean the house that often and it's very smelly yeah disgusting yeah. and i don't know all these random things like it sounds like a girlfriend complaining about boyfriend yeah. that's that's how it seemed like because i myself i'm personally a clean person mm. but to her eyes I wasn't clean for her. So. Yeah, I mean, if I was a guest somewhere and I had all these thoughts in my head, I would obviously voice it like, "Yo, you need to clean this up. You need to do this." But the thing is, she was quiet. She was nice and she was smiley. And yeah, every place, like obviously, not every business is perfect and fine. Like, but you should at least say something. If you don't say something and just quietly leave, how are we supposed to know what to do? But luckily, that review actually. it was kind of a blessing in disguise we were really well, annoyed for once yeah. it just stopped me yeah. from getting Airbnb superhost for that time for that 3 months mm. i had to wait another 3 months to get my to i think it took more than 3 months to get it because my overall score went down and some guests don't think they don't think about like if they give a bad review it can affect our entire status on Airbnb because once you fall below a certain level then we know and out to be on Airbnb anymore so it's quite a selfish and quite a sneaky thing to do 100% without voicing it at the time yeah and just saying it afterwards because how I'm not really a mind reader I don't have that skill <laughs> exactly mystic so, meg yeah I'm Gosh. not that person yeah so that was very disappointing but it did teach me a lot of lessons about upkeeping the house yeah like on a regular level and having some sort of like strategy to be like more welcoming towards guests and more well, I mean I asked them I asked I tell guests now after after the guest we ask every guest are they okay mm. if they need anything done or if they have any issues just let me know first because I don't want them to go on the reviews and say yeah this host wasn't good yeah. because just because we didn't ask them and that really does affect the business to be honest I mean a review is really important yeah it's a very really review based system Yeah. <clears throat> so that was that experience. That was the worst guest we had. Yeah. Well, in that was that was in hindsight, isn't it? Review wise, yeah. So then I always I always responded to her with another paragraph saying that when you was it to me I was disappointed. I thought you were a good guest. Mm. So hopefully she cried to sleep that <laughs> night. Don't say that. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least though, at least um things did turn around and you started buying some little treats for the guests. I mean you didn't you did that before didn't you? What did you do it since then? I think I kept changing it so I kept yeah. like trying out different things. Which so is really good, yeah. Main thing I would do is just cuz not everyone likes everything. Mm. So generally like if you go to a, a restaurant or a hotel, they supply you, they ask you do you want water, do you want sparkling water? So I provided water oh. and sparkling water. Yeah. And just some chocolates, basic chocolates, nothing with crazy flavor in not, nothing with peanuts nothing with almonds just basic chocolate maybe haribo or like maybe crisps so cuz who doesn't like crisps yeah and as a guest if you go into like an airbnb for a short stay or even a long stay having 
like seeing those treats on the table just gives like a good first impression and that's what's important with anything really first impressions so they feel welcomed already and they will be like oh my gosh my stay is going to be great yeah. the host is amazing so that's what you need don't you mm. it's not even that expensive to buy these treats you just buy like little packs and just put them on the table and you have that little welcome welcome sign don't you yes a few people i mean as a, as a guest if i see my name like on a piece of paper on a, on a board saying that welcome jonathan mm. hope you have a good stay mm. i think that will surprise me and yeah. especially seeing those treats as well will increase my like expectation or i mean my, my expectations already increased because i see some i see some chocolates or treats um they've won my like five star review already yeah definitely so those things i provide but i don't tell I don't put it anywhere. I don't put it in the pic- I don't put it in the pictures. Yeah. I don't put it in the description. It's just a surprise for the guest because yeah. it's like a personal touch, isn't it? It's a personal touch, yeah. and most people do appreciate that. And they they did write in the reviews. This host had a nice personal touch, mm. like welcoming us by name and like giving us little little unexpected treats. Yeah. So yeah, that, that was nice. that was my like. Yeah and it was great because we we were very friendly with them they were friendly with us sometimes we'd like um make dinner or have dinner together depending on what type of guests they are so honestly we did make them feel at home um yeah. and obviously we respected boundaries certain guests wanted to have their private time which is perfectly fine some guests were talkative so we had all sorts of guests from all over the world and you also had like this map downstairs as well pinned he um so my brother just pinned uh a pin in each country that each guest was from which is such a a cool idea kind yeah. of putting a nice touch to the airbnb um because obviously this is our house at the end of the day but it's just nice to have that there so that you know more guests will be able to enjoy their stay and understand like oh my gosh this is a good place because obviously it's, it's like a, a, com- a competition starter as well like mm. they see a map with all its pins in it yeah and the first thing they ask is like oh my god you, you travel so much I'm like, not really. That's not, those are not the places I travel to. Yeah. Those are the places that people travel to from us. Like, travel to us from. So, does it make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, those are the places where people came from to our house. Yeah. And it's quite a lot of places. Like, over time, I just pinned it. I just looked back at where they came from. I just put a pin in there. And they can just, it's like a good, like a visual of where, where people came from. And, yeah. Yeah, and once we had like two guests, and they were both from the other side of the world from each other, weren't they? Yeah. I forgot where they were from. Do you remember? So one one guest. So this is very for me. I find it ironic and I find it interesting because mm. one guest was from Tromsø in Norway, and he was living on the ground floor, <laughs> and one guy was from Cape Town, South Africa, and he was yeah. living on the high up upper floor, the yeah, first floor. Yeah. So we like these two people. Are from the opposite side of the world, yeah, and they're right, like next to each other, yeah, but in the in the invert direction. It's amazing, isn't it? So I found it interesting. I yeah, still, I, I still remember those guests. I loved them. They were so lovely. They were yeah. so so friendly. We don't really remember all the guests, but sometimes we do remember certain guests. Yeah, those Odd were faces. one of them. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I'm I'm guessing you had a great experience doing that. You had ups and downs, mostly ups. Yeah. So. Obviously, eventually, my, my family did come back one by one. Mm. Like, she graduated, my Nishani graduated, Nishan. <laughs> my Nishani. My Nishani, yeah. I graduated in 2018. My sister yeah. graduated in 2018. Yeah. 
since then she moved back in. Mm. So we had to shut one of the rooms down. The box room. Yes. So well, obviously that's more important. She has to live here. So we had to close that room down. And then after a few months later, after that, my parents came back. Yeah. So we had to close another room. Yeah. So we had the living room going for a while. Mm. But since the pandemic last year, we decided to close that off. So at the moment, we're doing zero service accommodation just for because of COVID and the restrictions and everything. So I think now is a good time because we're kind of coming out of the pandemic and it cannot get any worse because we've seen the worst of the pandemic. Mm. And now people are getting vaccinated, the cases are going low and... Things are becoming more <coughs> better. Yeah, hopeful. so I think... For myself, I think we're in standing at the bottom of a gold mine. Mm. And the way we do this, the how fast we do this, it's going to determine our revenue yeah. in the next few months. That's why we get in a move on. Mm. And that's why we're in a rush to do things. Yeah. Because the faster we do things, the faster we get results and the faster we can move forward in property and in our life yeah and i think now is the best time to do it to be honest i mean we've been educating ourselves for the past year yeah and now action action plan it is and also i wanted to ask i want to ask a question that most people might be thinking how when you were doing service accommodation how do you think the guests felt being around a family and how do you how did you feel in terms of your privacy it it varied for different people in it. Mm. <clears throat> like, we had one guest who stayed for six months. Yeah. And he was quiet as a mouse. Literally didn't even know he was here. Yeah, sometimes we didn't even, we didn't even know if he's home or not. Yeah. That's how quiet he is. And he always keeps him. Like, he's a nice guy. He's When you see him, you speak to him normally. So he's not like a shy person, but he's a quiet person. He's very thinking about us as well. Mm. thinking about like being courteous to us and our, our privacy yeah so that was a good guess it doesn't i don't think the time length of time matters with the privacy it's always matters on the behavior of the guest mm. so that was one of the best guests i had for six months he stayed for six months and super quiet and he keep, kind of became part of our family as well the, afterwards and there's another guest he stayed for three days and for those three days, we all had a headache in this house. Oh, yeah. That was horrible. Because he would come in, he would run in the house, close the door very hard. I think he wore, like, some mad shoes. Yeah, I don't know about that, but... Yeah. I mean, that's <clears> the Another issue that we had that with, with that guest is, like, if they have three days, he would come in, in and out all the time, all the time. And he would bring someone in secretly. Oh, that's so bad. And this was last year or, like, two years ago. And when I when I confronted him, it's three three days, and I thought maybe I just let it go, or like maybe not mention it, maybe ask him. But it got to the point I had to confront him, saying that you said that this friend's gonna drop you off and go. But I saw her after that several times, and she's here right now. Like, did she also use the room? He goes, no, 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 he didn't use the room. <laughs> yeah, I show you my text. Like, I texted her last night to bring some food, or like I text she came this morning. Yeah, yeah. So he's outright lying because they live in a small house and we can hear everything. Yeah. Little does he know. So <clears throat> that was a bad review for that person. Did he give you a good review for that? Of I course, don't... he gave me five stars. Amazing. Well, obviously, because he felt guilty, didn't he? <clears throat> Not sure, but... <laughs> he must have. He better. 
<clears throat> privacy is a different thing i think uh, depending on the guest as well mm. most guests are most generally friendly like 90% of guests we had generally friendly Definitely. they keep themselves to themselves they don't intimate and they don't interfere with their life mm. and even if they intervene where people people person and my dad's a people person mm. like you like people as well yeah we're very friendly and we <clears> want to <throat> make them feel comfortable of course and yeah so for us it wasn't that intervening but after we got the hospital we kind of want to keep it to ourselves now yeah now we're so used to being comfortable with just ourselves and we feel like we have other ways to scale our business so that's how we are going to start our property business guys yes so for the next week got a few ideas need to sort the website out oh yes i'm so excited to launch our website and we're going to start a facebook page already have a facebook profile but we're going to start a facebook page for our business and we also have an instagram page guys so make yeah. sure you follow that yeah the link is in the show notes so yeah. make sure you follow us on that and yeah. to follow our journey like we need to be more active on social media definitely like one of the things we're trying to be, be active on is doing podcasting that's why we're doing on a weekly podcast like we're going to update regardless of our progress like what we did in the last week what we learned and what we're going to do the next week and we'll give you like stories in between like what we did and how we started like Airbnb things like that and there's a lot more stories to come mm. so make sure you tune in tune in and subscribe yeah this is just a nutshell guys imagine that yeah. <laughs> but yeah tune in and thank you all for listening yes thank you for listening and we'll see you next week make sure you enjoy the weather bye